0: I'm Chip Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Derek Ling heading into the Leinster final and uh, Kilkenny going for four in a row. It's uh, not mentioned much, but uh, they've been very consistent over the last few years.
1: Yeah, for sure, Pat. Um, I suppose it's not something that we're overly too concerned about at the minute because um, I suppose all the time we're looking forward and I the focus has been on the match, the next match and that happens to be Leinster final and it's, um, it's a big test for everybody. It's our biggest game of the year so far and um, so we're looking forward to it and um, looking forward to the challenge that lies ahead.
0: Looking back on, the, say, the whole Leinster campaign, what do you take out of it all?
1: Yeah, I mean, I suppose there was a couple of surprise surprise results. Um, I thought, you know, from our own perspective, I thought, you know, we were consistent enough throughout it. Albeit the last day, you know, I think overall disappointed to lose the game, particularly with the start we got. Um, But in saying that, um, I've been happy the way we've been moving, particularly right throughout it. I I think we've been improving um, as it's gone on. And... You know, and we need to continue that. You know, we need to bring our best performance out on Sunday, and I suppose that's key to it all. It's about turning up on the day and big players turning up on the big days, and you know we're going to need performances from everybody um, from the fifteen stars and the five lads that come on. are going to play a huge role in it, and I think the substitutes in particular. Um, nowadays, the way the game has gone, and what we're asking players to do, I think they're going to be really important, and uh, so we need. You know, we just needed um, a real team performance now this weekend.
0: Yeah, an impact from the bench is important now. You see it right across all the games.
1: Yeah, for sure. And look, we we've a really strong panel, and I suppose that's what it's all about. It's using those lads, and you know, we've a good mixture there. We've a bit of experience. We've a lot of youth there as well. So um, they've all got a taste of it. They've all got you know a lot of a lot of game time throughout the league and and uh, the Leinster campaign. So from that point of view, a lot of lads have seen game time and it's about bringing that all, bringing that experience and bringing that, um, that know-how now into the game uh, this weekend.
0: And what about Galway? Galway have, uh, you know, they've been very good some days, other days, like, like the first half against Dublin the last day, they weren't that impressive, but there's still plenty of good hurlers there.
1: I know there is and uh, look, I think a lot is made about the, the Dublin game, but uh, you know, uh, I suppose we, I've experienced first hand. Dublin have have improved a lot. They're a very good team. Probably don't they didn't get the probably credit for that uh, display either. But um, look, Galway, they they are thick, slick thick They you know I've I witnessed that a first hand playing myself. And if you um, if you stand off them, they're just you know they're really good hurders, talented players all over the pitch. So you know I want like now the mass overly can you know, I wouldn't be overly concerned about how they played the last couple of games. Um we had a very close game of them obviously in Nolan Park and you know, really it could have went either way. They had their moments and they were on top. We had our moments, um as well. So look at it's it's gonna need, you know, a full seventy five minutes uh, performance from ourselves and that's what we'll be looking for.
0: And uh Derek, the prize is massive. Not alone do you take the Bob O'Keefe Cup, but uh you you get into an all Ireland semi final and you get four weeks to prepare.
1: Yeah, you do. Look at it, there's a brilliant prize, like not alone it's Leinster, obviously a Leinster final, but you do get that you know, that window to really get your head down because you know it's I suppose we've had, you know, we've had a busy campaign. If you look at it from a league point of view and straight into the Championship, then I think you know we've had two weeks in between games, uh, maybe twice this year. Other other than that, you're playing week in, week out. So it, it definitely would. I'll give you that opportunity. But look, the reality of it is, whatever happens, we'll just have to you know deal with that and get on with it. It's um, you know games can be good as well, but at the same time, um, that break would be welcome. But um, look, for now, that's not a concern. I suppose the concern is. Not a concern, but all we're kind of focused on is the game and um, about performance again.
0: Yeah, and a win gives you momentum, and momentum is everything in the the format of the championship is now.
1: Yeah, look at the big performance changes everything, and uh, look, and that's what's going to be required against Galway. Um like I said, they're a talented team all over, and we know we're going to need a performance from everybody across, you know, across the panel and. Um, yeah, let's see how it goes. Ultimately, you know, after the game, if you're if you're on the right side of it, you have the momentum. If you don't, well, then you just have to get the head down and get ready for the next day. But um, look, we'll just have to wait and see, and um, yeah, see how it goes.
0: I'm Chip Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City for the people, by the people.
2: And you are in tune with Saturday Music and Sport. They say the best conversations uh, happen off-air, but we won't dive <laughs> go into that. You're very welcome along. We're going to chat Leinster hurling and I suppose Provincial hurling final day tomorrow because the Munster final takes place as well involving Limerick and Clare. That's on in uh, the Gaelic grounds in Limerick. It'll be on the big screen in Crow Park. And then from four o'clock, it's the turn of Kilkenny and Galway. Uh, the teams before we get going for Kilkenny, Owen Murphy and Goal, Mikey Butler, Hugh Lawler, and Tommy Walsh are on the full back line. Mikey Carey, David Blanchfield and Dara Corcoran are the halfbacks with Richie Reid and Paddy Deegan in midfield. Tom Feele and John Donnelly and Billy Ryan make up the half forward line with Martin Keown, TJ Reid and Owen Cody on the full forward line. As for the tribesmen in Galway, in a Murphy and goal, full back line Jack Grealish, Garrod McInerney, and Darren Morrissey. We have Porrick Mannion, Dahi Burke, and Finton Burke on the half back line. Joseph Cooney and Ronan Glennon in midfield. Tom Monaghan, Connor Cooney, and Kevin Cooney are the half forwards. And on the full forward line, we have Connor Whelan, Brian Concannon, and Evan Nyland. Right, I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by Tommy Lanigan. Tommy, you're welcome back. Thank you, Liam. How are you keeping? Very well, thank you. Um, provincial final day tomorrow, first of all. The Munster final and the Leinster final on the one day. How does that sit with you? Um,
3: uh, I don't mind in the sense that um, we have to have... I'd prefer if there weren't. Mm. But, um, you know, the day is cast in terms of a split season and there isn't really much option about... Um, uh, about playing playing these games at specific times and you will have a, you will have clashes like that it's you know if you look at the, this year you've you've already had clashes between well we didn't have too many outstanding leinster games games in leinster but we we did have clashes with games in leinster and Munster. generally speaking there isn't an overlap of followers you know so uh that's that's not the issue it's the fact that people is the inconvenience for people you know i I wouldn't imagine there's a crossover of any more than a couple of hundred people maybe mm. we' be going to both maybe maybe a thousand and um with all the talk people do so you know i i it's not an issue in that regard. is it a
2: further example that it's becoming a television spectacle and that oh, yeah. the broadcasters yes. want a bumper day of Leinster and Munster yes. final um action on the one you know on, in the space of five six hours
3: maybe maybe not but I, You know, generally speaking, matches start now. Not so much when the referee throws in the whistle, but when there's a guy with a clipboard on the sideline sends a signal to the or throwing the ball. It's the the guy with the guy with the clipboard on the sideline who gets a message to his ear and saying we're on air, and he sends a signal to the referee. So the referee just has has to hang around and wait for the. That's the reality of uh, TV. Um, I. They, no, the games are not, and I know, you know, you have you've, 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 you've um, TV deals and so on and so forth, so it is all rather complicated, and in fairness to administrators, there are no easy solutions to fix your making and fix your issues, and there are no solutions to satisfy everybody, that's a certainty. Mm. Yeah, and
2: the traditional view of Munster and Leinster finals must be on separate weekends. Do people almost need to forget about that now? The world yeah, has moved of course. on.
3: The world has moved on. Yeah, of course. But um, uh, I would, and actually, I would, I would love, I would dearly love to have gone to the, gone to the Munster final if I could have got a ticket. But um, and to and to the Leinster final, but it's not the end of the world uh, if you don't. And there are plenty of opportunities. You see, once upon a time, there was knockout hurling that was more important there were only a few games people forget that there were only a few worthwhile games Kilkenny often won all Ireland with f- with four matches the first of which was a non event a Leinster final a Leinster semi final a Leinster final All Ireland semi final All Ireland final and it's quite possible two of those would have been non events the Leinster semi final and the All Ireland semi final people forget that mm. you know we're 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 spoiled for choice hurling has never been better and the amount of games you can see has never been better. You don't have to go back terribly far to realise that the only hurling you saw was a couple of minutes of a clip from a couple of, pro, uh, from a couple of um, games uh, on the Sunday game. And as, unfortunately, our national sponsor, you see, our national TV station, is far more interested in talking about games than showing games, and they still mm. are. Even the Sunday game, you know? And even Monday evening's TG Car highlights package has been complimented because it's a 60-minute program with just action. But absolutely. I mean, I, I, you know, there, there seems to be another agenda with our, um, some, with our national broadcasters, uh, our national um, TV broadcasters. Hmm. Uh, they, they, and it's across all of them. They, uh, they far prefer talking heads to action and storing something or other uh, to get debate. Mm. I'm not too sure it, it certainly it certainly doesn't do any any anything for anything for the games. Yeah. And I we have to talk about the ma- matters on the
2: pitch, but yeah. just finally on this point it, you mentioned pundits and maybe they want to make a name for themselves and they know we're in the era of clickbait so of course if you come out with a line it'll be all over Twitter and YouTube yeah. and all these platforms.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can charge a few bob more for your sponsors to your sponsors and that's the name of the game really. Mm. Uh, ultimately, it doesn't matter to a TV station whether they're, um, you know, if it, whether it's uh, the Eurovision or tiddlywings or um, Match of the Day or whatever, the bo- there's, there's a financial bottom line and whichever one of them generates the most. And that sounds a little bit cynical, but that's business. Yeah, we have to realise that that's business. And even a situation where Donal o.
2: Cusack being critical of his own employers and their oh, well, coverage of matches. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: I, I'm. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I, have, I have. I have. We'll reserve you when, when, when you, you introduce this by saying some of the best conversations are off here, and I'd prefer to keep my comments yeah. off here on that one.
2: <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't be alone uh, when it comes to that yeah. subject. Yeah. But uh, speaking of tomorrow, then Crow Park, four o'clock. Kilkenny going for their fourth Leinster title in succession. How are you uh, reading and assessing the Derek Ling-Kilkenny so far?
3: Um, I think Derek uh, inherited uh, he inherited a a team and a panel that had to be rebuilt and he's in the rebuilding process and he has, in fairness he has given every chance to every player that has any kind of potential and I I'd argue that he's given more than more chances than most would give to a number of players. And he's got his best group together. He's had a couple of injuries. I think the loss of Adrian Mullen is disastrous now. It's amazing how quickly Adrian Mullen has become one of our really crucial players. He's desperately needed at midfield. He's desperately needed in the half-forward line. And unfortunately, he's in neither tomorrow. And I think that's a... Um, You know a few years back a player a prominent player being injured wasn't a significant problem for Kilkenny but it is now and you know we're I'd say tomorrow we're hoping Kilkenny they always have a big game in them at least we're hoping to have that big game but then again Galway always have a big game in them and they might have their big game Do both counties come into it in a
2: a very similar position both um, are well are more than capable of producing one-off performances and I think that's widely accepted but they also have yet to bring any sort of consistency into their campaign so far so who does this Leinster final mean more to?
3: to yeah, I, I think you've summarised it very well there Liam um, consistency is an issue um I don't know you see it's funny with Kilkenny you you see they're coming in they're, four, they're, they're going for four in a row of Leinster titles I think a Leinster title is very very important for a lot of the young men in this Kilkenny team mm. I think it's huge for them because I think they need to build a little bit of belief in themselves and keep building it and keep building it um, there are lots of very good players on the team but the what's missing I think is a little bit of leadership and that's a very difficult one to achieve some teams have players who are natural leaders on the field and they tend to do very well and Kilkenny I'm looking at the moment to see are there many natural leaders on the Kilkenny team I'd love to see a couple of guys step up Mm. and uh, Sunday's tomorrow's as good a day as any to do that Galway by the same token they're in pretty much an identical position to Kilkenny they've they're in the post-Joe Canning era um, they have a number of players who could potentially drive them along they must have taken heart from their performance against Dublin the last day. Their second half performance. They were a disaster in the first half. But their two leaders at the back, Dahi Burke and uh, Gerald McInerney, absolutely tore Dublin apart for the second half. And they did Galvanise Galway. Now we need that in our team. We do need a player's, especially when Kilkenny are going poorly. And it's something We've seen through the league in games where they have kind of been dragging, and and the earlier the championship in games when they've been going poorly, that's when your leader steps up. And I want to see I'd love to see that out of out of Kilkenny tomorrow. I'd love to see two or three individual, and it only needs two individuals to actually go and do it. Even with great when great teams are playing, if we go back to the twenty twelve ireland final when Galway um had beat bases off the field for the first half, Henry went to centre forward and took the game by the throat and dragged Kilkenny back into the game and dragged Kilkenny mm-hmm. towards a result eventually. And you won't win anything unless you have people who are prepared to do that. So that's what I'll be looking at more than anything from this Kilkenny team tomorrow. But I like the shape of the team now.
2: Yeah. Was that perhaps lack of leadership on show in Wexford Park? A bright start. Things were going well for Kilkenny in the opening 15-20 minutes. And then Wexford hit us with a soccer punch and the deck of cards collapsed. Sure.
3: Yeah, Liam, I suppose how many times have we seen in the last three years that happening? that Kilkenny will come out and um, they can wipe the opposition in the first 20 minutes. And then you get this alarming fall off until half time. And the same can happen, the same happens in the second half. And you see, when you're up against the really good teams, the hill becomes too big to climb. If you start your revival from 10 points down and going badly with 20 minutes to go, that's an enormous hill to climb, but if you had to climb the hill in the first half to get back to parity and then play a bad um, a bad third quarter, it's very difficult to climb that hill again to the finish. You can only really climb the sharp hill once in a game. Um, you touched on the importance and the confidence
2: that, that a win tomorrow could instil in the Kilkenny panel is it almost uh, we have to look broader and further away from the 2023 championship uh, a win tomorrow you think of all the factors away from hurling traveling abroad and um, that the lifestyles people live now mean that players can go off and do other things at the drop of a hat if they can see this development and the project building and most importantly some silverware coming as a result of that is that almost? Is that something that we need to consider as well? That for the work being done behind the scenes has to be seen in order to maybe speed up the progression.
3: Yeah, perhaps. Um, it will be interesting tomorrow to see. It's great to see Mikey Carey back, and it will be interesting to see how he plays. He hasn't had a meaningful game for a very, very long time. Uh, I've no doubt, but you know, he's a he's a fit, powerful. And willing and very very able hurler, but you know, to what ex- to what extent his match fitness is, or his ma- his his match fitness and sharpness is there, will be cu- will be curious to see. He deserves tremendous credit to even get to this stage. Oh, very much mm. so. Um, you know, and the, you see, the Kenny defence was playing reasonably well all year. It's a serious one to be able to force your way not, uh, in, back into the Clychenny defence at relatively short notice. Now I know he has had a decent amount of time to be fi- to be fi- to get to get his fitness right and so on, but there's a little bit more than that to it when you're trying to get back into into, into um, get a get a place back in a team. And he's he's in he's in a good he's in a good position there. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's it's really from half back up up. I like David Blanchfield as centre back. I think he has great potential there. He looks, dare I say it, and I'm not comparing him, but he looks like a guy who can play like Brian Hogan used to play. Hmm. And Brian Hogan was one of the very greatest centre backs Kilkenny ever had. Yeah. He was. In- when you think back on those <laughs> 11, 12 all Irelands oh, yeah. even. yeah. But he was an incredibly intelligent player as well as having as well as being so skillful and so on he was able to he understood how to uh, hold the defense together and to do the right thing almost always and david blanchfield has the physical capacity to do that much he doesn't have the luxury of the players that Brian hogan had around him to help him out but he has the capacity to do it. And you know, we we have we have a couple of fantastic defenders. Mikey Butler and Hugh Lawler two of the best men in the country in their positions. Yeah. Hugh Lawler is the best Hugh Lawler is the best fullback in the country without a shadow of doubt. And you know, we have we have we 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 ha, we, ha, we, ha, we have plenty of those. But you know, the old the old adage of goals win matches. We need to be banging in goals at the other end. Um, and
2: why have they been lacking or what can Ke- can he do to counteract
3: that problem um, i think forwards forwards have to be hungry for goals really they really do mm. and that hasn't changed even with the evolution of hurling there are fundamentals in every game that don't change and in hurling I know, you know, you'll have years at the end of every year. Some journalist will analyze, you know, there are some, there was an average of 3.3 goals per match scored or whatever scored, um, through the season. That's all a little bit fatuous in the heat of a game. You know, you have to hit to win a championship match in hurling today. You have to hit 25 points. Everybody hits 25 points. Even teams that have been hammered will hit 20 points. But when you, when you bang in a few goals, that's why Gillan, is such a great player because all he wants to do is score goals and he has the capacity to do so and you, he's such a rogue on the field and that's why that's why John Milan was a great player until he drifted out the field and he stopped scoring goals he scored points instead and Watford didn't win nearly as much you know it's why going back to the years you've had so many Kilkenny players who were just what they. when Eddie Brennan got the ball in his hand he had only one thought in mind—that was bury it. You know, Martin Comerford was similar. You had so many guys uh, back back in the day. Um, I mean, back in going back farther, Eddie Kerr would have—he's right. He always took—he always took his point. But my God, if he saw one twentieth of a chance of getting in for a goal, he'd bury it. And all those players had instinct. I mean,
2: how many All Irelands yeah. were one? From those three players yeah. alone,
3: yeah, yeah, and yeah, they all
2: edi- yeah. they all performed on the big occasions. Yeah. But can those qualities be taught or worked on on a training pitch, or is it just a case of at the moment we have players who have quality in their own right, but maybe that particular quality is lacking in this current time? Yeah, um,
3: it's a long. I think the, develop, developing players like that is a long process. I think you know, in a way, it goes back to when they're very, very young. Um, so many but so many outrageously good players who could have been great forwards end up playing centre back because they start out being centre back for their school team and their club team. Whereas I think young players should start playing as forwards and get to like scoring goals and take it from there. It's much. It's so much more difficult to be a forward. But Kilkenny have, you know, tomorrow Kilkenny. They have players on the field who can score goals. You know, there's no no doubt about that. And um, the the issue though is you have to be. Um, the way in which the game is played up front now, and the space in which players are afforded means yeah points points can be scored, but for the guy who puts his head down and goes for it, and tries to get in for a goal. I mean, you know there are there are a lot of players. Mossy Kion is a terrific goal scorer. Billy Ryan can be a great goal scorer. There are lots of, there. You know there there, there are players. There are TJ she was outrageous, and um, but again, I I think sometimes teams go out and they're not ruthless enough in believing and committing to scoring goals when they see just a quarter of an opportunity and if Kilkenny Kilkenny have always been great to do that and I think Kilkenny should focus on doing that Yeah well
2: we'll get more thoughts from you Tommy in just a moment but uh, speaking of the Galway Challenge tomorrow here's the thoughts of Kilkenny Manager Derek Ling
1: I think a lot is made about the the Dublin game but uh, you know uh, I suppose we I've experienced first hand Dublin have have improved a lot they're a very good team probably don't they didn't get the probably credit for that uh, display either but um, look, Galway—they—they they are slick, her- slick hurdlers. You know, I've—I witnessed that a first time playing myself. And if you—if um, you stand off them, they're just—you know—they're really good hurdlers, talented players all over the pitch. So, you know, I want like nah, not overly too can—you know—I wouldn't be overly concerned about how they played the last couple of games. Um, we had a very close game of them obviously in Nolan park and you know really it could have went either way they had their moments and they were on top we had our moments um as well so look at it it's, it's going to need you know a full 75 minutes uh, performance from ourselves and that's what we'll be looking for
2: the pre-match thoughts there of derek ling and you can hear that full interview wherever you do your podcast listening
3: just search for crkc sport fair comment tommy yeah very much so um you know concentrate concentrate on your own but I'm sure they'll have had a look at the Galway formation as well I suspect Mikey Butler will go on Conor Whelan and um, he you know he's 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 the most dangerous uh, forward Galway have he's a terrific player and um, I think you you saw the last day against Dublin when Conor Whelan Conor didn't to touch a ball in the first half and uh, as a result of the hog the Galway forward full forward line completely malfunctioned as a consequence. and it was a direct consequence of that as much as anything. And uh, I, I think um Galway have a, we were talking about goals earlier on. Galway Galway full forward line have the capacity to get goals. They really they really have. Uh, but again they, they 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 must be looking at a number uh, quite a number of players who have to step up and improve. And again, they're forwards. And particularly there, you know, Brian Concanon, um, he potentially kind of a big day. Uh, we mentioned Connor Whelan, Young Nyland, he's still very young, but uh he he is, he is serious goal scoring capacity as well. But um yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it because it's um you know, when you go down to the teams there really isn't anything between them and the game and the the game in the championship didn't, you know. It was just, just more of a league game than a championship game. Yeah. And that battle between our full back
2: line and the Galway forwards will be one to keep an eye on over the 70. Uh, absolutely, yeah. But just in terms of a general style and what to expect from a, a viewer's point of view, Tommy, uh, should, we'd expect, as you mentioned, every team now scores over 25 points a game. That's become yeah. so common in the game of mm. hurling. But the other key areas on the field, where should we watch out for? Um,
3: I think Kilkenny, yeah, yeah, mid- midfield is a huge one. Um. I don't some I heard a, a stat recently about the number of combinations of Kilkenny players that played at midfield this year and it was great it, <laughs> it was huge you know mm. there's there seems to be very stability there I can understand why um Derek is trying to and any selectors are trying to develop develop a game that is not altogether natural to the way Kilkenny players play in their clubs and uh, because the club players in Kilkenny play a more traditional, dare I use the word traditional, style whereas in most counties um, the short ball and working it through the lines and so on is, is, is the way all the clubs are playing but I think the, the what I like about tomorrow is the evenness of it in Kilkenny and Galway have always had high scoring games you know, they've never been very, uh, back through the years, they've never been kind of low-scoring, dogged affairs um, that would, you know, that that, that would, uh, I suppose, the team, the, you know, that, that you can get away with getting a low score and winning the match. Against, with Galway and Kilkenny, you, need, you do need a high score to win the game, generally speaking. Hmm. And do you foresee
2: the midfield changing again and again, maybe for the next potentially
3: quarter-final, semi-final, even into a final perhaps? Yeah, I, 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 don't see, I don't see a problem with that because, again, people can. They're up against different midfields, they're up against different styles of players. Some suit some people more than others. Um, I think it's, it's great to see the lads back from injury. You know, Kilkenny, they are going into it. Well, I suppose with one injury, it's great to see the, the 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 other the other lads back. Um, you know, you, you just with with midfield, it's it's very much a uh, a movable feast, with the exception of Limerick, of course, and Clare. They have they they have settled teams, and uh, the others. Uh Tipperary, you look at Tipperary at the moment as well. Their 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 uh, their t- their team selection is all over the shop, and they're frantically trying to trying to um stabilize their team. Um, and Kilkenny, mm-hmm. Kilkenny, are, uh, you know they're they're, they're ahead of they they're they're ahead of they're well ahead of Tip on uh, div- uh, kind of stabilizing having a stable team now. And really though, when you get to a you know if Kilkenny win tomorrow you really would want to see the same team turning out for the, for the semi-final that's where you need the stability Will Kilkenny win tomorrow? I'd give them every chance
0: mm.
3: i give them I would because uh, again the only ifs and buts about it are uh, we started off by saying there's a big game in Galway we said there's a big game in Kilkenny when Galway have their big game it tends to happen at this time of the season. When Kilkenny have their big game, it tends to happen on the big day, the Alarn semi-final or final. And they've never really been called upon in recent years. You know, the the Leicester final, they're going through to the Alarn quarter final anyway. So in the back of everybody's minds, they all have another game. Mm. But yeah, I think uh, I I th- I think it th- I think Kilkenny will get through tomorrow. Um, I'm not too sure. Would we be using the word likely to be using the word impressive?
2: Mm.
3: But let them get through. That's all I'd sh- just let them win it, and let them let them strive to be impressive the next day. And there's talks as well that maybe Galway won't support
2: in great numbers tomorrow. Kilkenny. Um although they're in similar positions maybe in how the championship is playing out for both yeah. counties, I think maybe perhaps there's a little bit more hope surrounding the Kilkenny panel whereas Galway, are they a little bit underwhelmed with the Galway hurling
3: scene at present? Yeah, and the Galway, Galway football has, Galway football is moving well at the moment went to the All-Ireland final last year I'd fancied them to go to the All-Ireland final this year I'd I fancied them to go, maybe even win one this year, but um, you know, again in Galway, there's only so much. Uh, there's only so much money to go around, and if you're following the Galway jersey, you're at an awful lot of matches. It's like illustrating that was last weekend here in Kilkenny when you had only eight and a half thousand people with Dublin and mm. Kildare because there are actually two, there are, there. I won't say there are too many matches. There aren't. It's fantastic to see so many matches, but there's only so much money to go around especially if it's a family day you know it costs people's pockets are only uh, so deep totally but um, again the matches are there you know if you can't go to them they are, they are on TV and uh, the Munster final I'm just I can't wait to see it yeah.
2: will it be a replica of that epic round robin match
3: in the Gaelic Grounds? it could be it could be should be indeed. said even the Munster but, final last year was yeah. a cracker oh, in totally. its right. but they all Clare, Clare and Limerick are um, um, they've always devoured one another Mm. and even going back in a, if I have time to tell a yarn back in a, just listening to a podcast the other evening with James E. O'Connor and Joe Quaid and uh, talking about 1996 when Limerick reached the All-Ireland final and um, Clare were out beating the Munster final by the, the famous Kieran Carey point and about six weeks later the, James E. O'Connor said he got a phone call to turn up in Cusick Park one night for a match Now he said Clare were out of the championship six weeks he was with his club Um Anyway, he arrived to find the rest of the Clare panel there, and then they discovered they were going to be playing Limerick in a challenge match. Limerick had played Antrim in an Ireland semi-final and got to a disaster. They had wiped out Antrim, so the needs is a tough match for the final. And the two boys described uh, described it was murder. They absolutely slaughtered one another. Uh, the referee had to go to um, go to Nan and tell him, for God's sake, take off so-and-so because I'm going to send him off if he doesn't and that was only a few minutes into the game and it was it was a really memorable match for them but that's typical of the rivalry that they have and they all know one another they're you know they're working in the same towns mm. they're, they're the Gaelic Grounds is nearly a home venue for both counties more or less yeah and that's mm. why clear, you know this, this thing about Limerick having a home venue is rubbish Clare would be as happy to play there as anywhere else but it'll be a massive occasion and in fairness to Limerick are a wonderful team but in fairness to Brian Lowen he has uh, produced a superb team Uh, in Clare really superb team I'm not too sure you know their problem is like last year Tresilla Strait when they came out of Munster and they were a very good team last year so Kilkenny destroyed them Uh, their confidence is fragile when they travel out of Munster but I can understand that it's hard to imagine that it's 1998 since Clare won a Munster final all the other counties have won a dose of them each since then yeah
2: And do you think the aura that Brian Lohan seems to have and
3: the connection he has with his players,
2: like the scenes on that Saturday evening were unbelievable and the fact that Brian Lohan Mm -hmm. seemed to have that bond with the players and the supporters. that seems to be um, seeping out onto into in terms of Clare's hurling as well. How much of that... Can, can Clare bring that level of energy again? Because it was a sapping a game in terms of energy and the amount of energy they had to throw into that match. Will it be similar again
3: or will there be a different complexion on the match? That's what they're trained for. Mm. They'll just have to go mad for 70 minutes, maybe 75 minutes, and just go bananas and do everything they can to rattle the Limerick cage to disrupt them get in their way uh, because you don't beat champions by trying to play them you have to get in and make life miserable for them uh, walk on them push them around you know clatter into them at every opportunity play the game on your terms and I think Lowen has got Claire doing that this year they're playing the game on Clare's terms rather than being reactive to others and now they are in trouble. Conor Cleary dislocated his shoulder three weeks ago and he's back full back today or tomorrow. Con- he's crucial to Clare's prospects tomorrow. They don't need to be. Uh, if Conor Cleary gets injured early on tomorrow and they have to reshuffle their full, full back line, they have a problem. And also, he's about six foot four. He's as big as the biggest of the Limerick lads they'll put against them. And that means a lot too. But, uh, oh, I think f- absolute fireworks from Clare and to be disruptive and awkward and, uh, I suppose, have an edge to their plan. And Lohan has brought them. Clare were always great losers, you know. <laughs> Clare, I remember coming out of Thurless in the 70s when Clare had teams good enough to win All-Irelands and they'd lose a Munster final, lose the last Munster finals. They should have won by streets and uh, to be got to be you know to be going off um they were they were going home kind of um not unhappy yeah we put up a good fight Whereas lucknan turned them into sore losers mm. and there's a certain amount of that with loan as well but he does he does need to get he has to get he has to have a big season this season otherwise he's under pressure and the team will start believing less in themselves but uh, they have um I love what Clare are doing at the moment and I'd love to see him win a Munster Championship couple of brief points
2: before I let you go yep. as we watch on from this province and watch the games on television of the spectacle that has been the Munster Championship yep. and the drama of the final day Uh how should should we worry that Leinster is not able to replicate
3: that, or should we just acknowledge that Munster is a special competition? Uh, Munster is a special competition without doubt. It always was. That doesn't mean now oh, that Munster finals were always classic affairs. Mm. I was at Munster finals that were brutal, and they were one sided. I remember being in being Cork beaten Water by thirty one points in the Munster final, and um, that has that has happened. There've been phases, but there've been phases in Leinster where you had remarkable hurling. You know, you had to go go look at the going back in the years to looking when when Offaly were around. My God, the quality of the Leinster finals between Offaly and Gilkenny, uh, Offaly and Wexford were outrageously good, mm. and correspondingly monster monster championships weren't all that great. But then, no, the challenge is there for 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 the Leinster teams. Um, if Leinster isn't all that good, then does that mean that any team can win Leinster? Does that mean that an average team can win a Leinster championship? Does that mean that? Any team that comes out of Leinster is average. Well, last year, we had similar discussions about it, that it was a poor championship, and yet Kilkenny came within a heartbeat of winning in All-Ireland. But do people need to remember as well that if you take the period, say, from
2: about 2003 to 2011 bar that uh, uh, Wex- bar Wexford bucking the trend in 4 it was pure Kilkenny domination oh. the addition to Galway and I know Wexford have had, yep. had a disastrous year but um, over a five year period Wexford has come on in leaps and bounds those two um, caveats should be acknowledged and Leinster compared to 10-15 years ago is a lot better
3: Oh, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a, there's uh, there's a certain imbalance in the, in the, in the, in the uh, analysis at the moment, in that they're looking at this year rather than other years, mm. uh, or a, you know, a kind of a p- patterns as 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 you as you've alluded to. But um, so look, isn't it wonderful? We have two big. We have a, a feast of hurling. Tomorrow, we'll have a couple of fe- a few couple of feasts of hurling in the quarter finals, and you know it'll only and uh, this system guarantees, in fairness, that the two best teams go to the final and the two best teams play the All Ireland final, and that's the way it should be. Sky Sports would label it a Super Sunday, and rightly so. Indeed, yeah, yeah final
2: point then uh, we talked about Kilkenny development at the start of our chat and when you're talking about development you can't omit the under 20s and the minors we all remember that great day in Thurles last year with the under 20s defeating Limerick by a solitary point uh, far more underwhelming this year uh, flat, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a very very disappointing and flat evening in UPMC Nolan Park against Wexford that happened. happens so, yep. Yep. how would you assess the
3: whole picture uh, I think I think Kilkenny Players and young men possibly young women as well in Tilkenny should play more sports than just hurling okay they'll learn an awful lot more by becoming good at another sport but for the last 20 years or so the involvement of players who end up playing with Tilkenny in other sports is very very small and I'm talking you know um there are so many skills physical skills you can learn from other sports and Kilkenny players aren't playing other sports mm. and that's a problem I think that's a problem so it's a problem There's a it's cer- an interesting I haven't heard there's a certain mm. amount of athleticism uh, a lack of athleticism mm any has crept into Kilkenny teams in the last couple of years.
2: And would Limerick be a, a prime example of maybe where uh, the likes of rugby and the lim- and the Limerick people's connection with rugby and soccer has worked to their benefit when it's come
3: to their hurling team? Not so much soccer, but certainly rugby mm. and football, basketball, uh, athletics, running. Mm. Their atle- athletics is crucial. Being able to run properly and run well is crucial. To being a proficient hurler today,
2: so more cross sport dialogue perhaps in to come if we want if we see this as is an issue that want that needs to be addressed. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, very much so. Well, that's an interesting argument to finish, Tommy. You might take it up with someone else <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I feel guilty about lads taking up uh, numerous sports and I sit here eating my buns and me, drinking me tea. Uh, <laughs> but, Tommy, always a pleasure to have you in studio. Thanks very much for dropping by. Most
3: enjoyable. Take care.
2: And enjoy the match tomorrow. That's Tommy Lanigan looking ahead to tomorrow's Leinster final plus some of the rest of the big hurling talking points as well.
0: The Voice of the Black and Amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.
1: So what I say,
0: they think less is more in Ireland, less matches but make them competitive. It's not a game I particularly like but it's there and it's going to stay there until someone else comes up with a different formula, you know. Limerick will come up with this and they've won four last five all Ireland so it's going to be matched Uh, people are going to come up to that and and, a new team that will come on and maybe change it but it's there for the next four or five years I'm sure anyway, you know. It's not a great spectacle in my opinion. It began in 2006 and I suppose we've been joined ever since and and to be honest with it, uh, both of our adult clubs might well be in trouble at this stage.
2: They're on the road so long now, they are a lot of them looking a bit tired. They're still better than everyone else in a lot of facets of the game, and they're like the most many teams, there are not many teams capable to beat them. But they're giving everybody a chance and will. Every game they play from now on, they give the team that's playing them a chance to beat them. The
0: Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.